pictures clearly indicate the nations that will be allied with Russia, the king of the north, when it invades the Middle East at the time of the end. We read in Daniel chapter 11, verse 40 to 43, At the time of the end shall the king of the south push at him, and the king of the north shall come against him like a whirlwind, with chariots and with horsemen and with many ships, and he shall enter into the countries and shall overflow and pass over. He shall enter also into the glorious land, and many countries shall be overthrown, but these shall escape out of his hand, even Edom and Moab and the chief of the children of Ammon. He shall stretch forth his hand upon the countries, the land of Egypt shall not escape. But he shall have power over the treasures of gold and silver, and over all the precious things of Egypt. The Libyans and the Ethiopians shall be at his steps, or in his strides. We see here depicted a military host including African nations such as Libya and Ethiopia. Ethiopia is the biblical Cush, an area that includes modern Sudan and Ethiopia, according to the theological wordbook of the New Testament, and Nubia, which extends to what we call today the Central African Republic. In the latter days, they are part of a military force that is mounted, or on horses, mechanized, using chariots, and has ships. Ezekiel describes a similar scene in chapter 38 and verses 4 to 7, where we read, I will turn thee back and put hooks in thy jaws, and I will bring thee forth all of thine army, horses and horsemen, all of them clothed with all sorts of armor, even a great company with bucklers and shields, all of them handling swords, Persia, Ethiopia, and Libya with them, all of them with shield and helmet. Gomer and all his bands, the house of Tagarmer of the north quarters, and all his bands, and many people with thee. Be thou prepared, and prepare for thyself, thou, and all thy company that are assembled unto thee, and be thou a guard unto them. Well, again, this is a military host that has been armed with all sorts of armor, and that includes the Persians, Ethiopians, and the Libyans. A preparation has taken place, both of Rosh and also of her company. The word prepared means to make ready, or to bring something into being, or to make provision for, to train, or to put in order. They are found handling swords. The cow form of this meaning is to lay hold on and wield skillfully. This requires both being armed and trained. So what is interesting is the increase in Russian military activity in the area of the Kush. Back in November, following Lavrov's tour of Africa, the following was reported in the Zimbabwe Herald. Russia has a notable military influence in Africa, both in terms of boots on the ground and military transactions with states. Russia is the second largest exporter of arms globally and a major supplier to Africa. Despite the controversy and moral issues around this, Russian weapons are often the ones showing up in countries under arms embargoes, it is likely to remain one of its comparative advantages. Many African countries attend the military games hosted by Russia, either to participate or observe. Russia provides large numbers of troops to UN peacekeeping missions. In fact, Russian peacekeepers in Africa outnumber those from France, the UK, and the US combined. End quote. This was elaborated on this week in an article in the African publication Citizen, where it ran an article entitled, Central Africa Army Head Came to Russia for Training. The article stated, Moscow has already supplied weapons, military officers, and at least 117 military trainers and a security advisor to work with President Faustin R.K. Tudera. As of this month, 
1,300 of our Army's soldiers have been instructed and trained at a Russian facility in the CAR, Minister Marie Noel Koyara told Russia's RIA Novosta news agency. Our head of the general staff has himself been training in Russia, she added without providing further details, end quote. But what is fascinating about this is the words of Ezekiel, Be thou prepared, and prepare for thyself, thou and all thy company, that are assembled unto thee. Russia is preparing the company of Kushites by sending its military trainers to Africa and some of the military leaders to Russia for training. The training is effective as the publication reports. Since Russian-trained soldiers have been deployed into the country, the situation is not only stabilized, but visibly improved, she said. The defense minister said that the Russian center at the former presidential palace in Berengo, west of Bangui, which opened last year, soldiers were instructed on how to become a real military force, end quote. Well, the arming of the African continent has caused some consternation. It was reported in the BBC's publication Reality Check on the 9th of January under the heading Russia in Africa. Is it becoming a key player? The article stated, Today, Russia seeks to restore and strengthen its position on the African continent, according to Ina Andronova from Russia's Higher School of Economics. One way is through arms exports. Although some of its main markets are in Asia, sales to Africa are significant and growing. Its biggest customers in the continent is Algeria, according to data supplied by the Stockholm International Peace Research Institute, the SIPRI. The same SIPRI data on major weapons transfers also shows that in 2016-17, Russia received orders from or made deliveries to a range of other African countries, including Angola, Burkina Faso, Cameroon, Equatorial Guinea, Ghana, Mali, Nigeria, South Sudan, and Sudan. These included transport and combat helicopters, combat aircraft and surface-to-air missiles, and in many cases, second-hand equipment, which has been modernized. Russian military equipment is relatively cheap compared with Western suppliers, and still fairly robust and reliable, which can make it attractive for poorer, poorer nations. End quote. Well, the same idea was picked up by the publication, which stated... Angola and Mozambique are actively cooperating with Russia in military technical cooperation. Russia and Mozambique are planning to jointly develop and produce military equipment. End quote. Well, this week also saw further news about the construction of military bases in Sudan. The Sudan Tribune reported on Saturday... The Prime Minister of Russia, Dmitry Medvedev, has approved a draft agreement with Sudan on facilitating the entry of warships to the ports of the two countries. In an interview with Sputnik News Service, head of the Parliamentary Subcommittee on Defense, Security and Public Order, Al-Hadi Musa described the draft agreement between the two sides to facilitate entry of Russian and Sudanese warships to the ports of the two nations as a step forward towards establishing strategic relations. While in Russia in November 2017, al-Bashir offered to construct an airbase for Russia on the Red Sea coast and re-equip the Sudanese army with Russian weapons including Su-30 fighter jets and surface-to-air missiles, end quote. We find this move fascinating as it would see the introduction of Russian warships into the Red Sea. Remember Daniel's description of the invasion that would involve Cush? He said in chapter 11 verse 40, The king of the north shall come against him like a whirlwind with chariots and horsemen 
and with many ships, and he shall enter into the countries and shall overflow and pass over. So the invasion involves many ships. The area of Cush is moving to become a host of the ships that will eventually be involved in the invasion. Zimbabwe's Herald News Service ran an article under the title The Return of Russia to Africa back in November, where it reported the relationship between Russia and Sudan is by no means new. For decades, there were economic, political, and military relations between the two countries. Russia, as a permanent member of the UN Security Council, along with China, opposed initiatives to send peacekeeping missions to Darfur, although Sudan itself accepted the peacekeeping missions through the Comprehensive Peace Agreement in 2005. In addition, Russia has been a major arms supplier for a considerable time. President al-Bashir recently announced that Sudan and Russia had agreed on a program to boost Sudan's military capabilities. The plan aimed, at, aimed to enable the Sudanese military to counter any threat. Russia would develop the Sudanese armed forces in a way that would deter any aggressor. Sudan's air force is comprised mainly of Russian warplanes, and the bulk of its military equipment has also been traditionally supplied by Russia. End quote. Well, the motives for these moves are both military and economic. The Pendula News, a Zimbabwe news service, ran a headline today stating, Manangagwa's Russia visit expected to revive $3 billion U.S. dollars, the Darwindale-Platinum project. Well, the article stated, President Emerson is expected to visit Russia and three other former Soviet socialist republics this week. The visit to Russia is expected to unblock $3 billion for the Darwendal Platinum Project, end quote. Now, although Zimbabwe is not part of the Kush, it pulls back the carpet on some of the reasons for Russia's interest in Africa, natural resources. The same Zimbabwe Herald mentioned earlier observed Africa's resources in the field of energy, minerals, and raw materials can supplement the needs of Russia in this regard. Russian companies have been implementing a number of interesting projects in African countries. From a mining perspective, it is cooperating with Zimbabwe, where Russia is developing one of the world's largest deposits of platinum group metals. It seems that Russia is actively re-establishing links with Angola. Firstly, Alrosa, a Russian giant, mines diamonds in that country. Secondly, there are talks with Angola over hydrocarbon production. It is one of the largest oil-producing countries in Africa and a member of OPEC, end quote. So the motives are both military and economic, looking to control more of the world's oil production and distribution. Now, this completely makes sense as to why it is so interested in Africa. Russia's economy is built on oil, and the more of the oil market it controls, the higher the price of oil will be. So as we watch the development of Russia preparing, arming, and training its Kushite allies to wield the sword, we are encouraged to prepare ourselves for the Lord's imminent return. For the Bible in the News, this has been Jonathan Bowen joining you.